This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Good morning, Bucknutters. It is Thursday, November 11th, 2021. I am Dan Rubin. This is the Bucknuts Morning 5 and Change. If it's Thursday, that can mean only one thing. 24-7 Sports Director of Recruiting, Steve Wilfong, joins us. Steve, how are you? Good morning, Dan. You're doing well. How are you, man? Could not be better. The college basketball season has started in Division Three, so I am tired from driving all over the state of Ohio, but I digress. We are going to talk recruiting as we are wont to do. However, we're going to start today talking about a visitor to another school. You've heard of it. It's called Penn State. We are talking about a quarterback, and we are not talking about Drew Aller. We are talking about Jaden Davis, if possible, in his class, thought of even more highly than Drew Aller in his can you please give us the latest on Jaden Davis, considering the fact you broke the news, but the good news you also told me on top of that? Well, the number one uh, prospect in the 2024 class in the top 247, Jaden Davis, he'll be at Penn State this weekend. That's the plan. He's got a 5 a.m. flight after a playoff game on Friday. So, you know, uh, those logistics aren't easy to hit, uh, but he's planning to be at Penn State, and that's a return trip. And I think Penn State's one of the schools that the Davis family's looking at, but I think Ohio State's at or near the top of the list. You know, he's been there a few times, twice this year for games, and uh, he's built a great relationship with Corey Dennis. They love Ryan Day. They love the uh, um, consistency at the quarterback position and, and the offense. And, you know, Jaden's even started connecting with guys like C.J. Stroud in the locker room. So his, his, uh, his uh, last visit to campus was for the Penn State game, I believe. And, uh, had a great visit then, you know, and uh, um, been there already a handful of times. And if I had to uh, mark a school as the one to watch in this recruitment right now, early on, I would pick Ohio State for Jaden Davis. That doesn't mean I'm discounting the Georgias. And the ten- uh, he had a great visit to Tennessee. He's from Georgia. Georgia was his first offer in eighth grade. Certainly loves Georgia. Um, so there's other there's other major contenders in this one, but I think Ohio State's doing a great job. Just wanted to make sure everybody knows the status of Jaden Davis, because that's going to be a name you're going to hear on the BM5 here for at least another 18 months. And he is the apple of the eye in that class. And he is a stud. So some good news to start the show. All right. We are nearing the stretch run here for the class of 2022. A lot of interesting stuff out there. Two guys I want to talk about today. One is Hero Canoe and the other is Carson Hensman. Hiro Kanu, defensive tackle, Carson Hinsman, offensive lineman. Of the two guys we discussed before the show, it seems to me like we have a good bead on the finalists for each of these guys, and both are kind of struggling to make a decision at this point. Can you please let us know the latest on Hiro Kanu and Carson Hinsman? 
And I'm going to lump in another coveted defensive lineman, Daniel, top 247 recruit, Caden Curry, for my neck of the woods uh, with Hero Canoe here. Hero Canoe has been on an official visit run that saw him go through Oklahoma, then Notre Dame, then Ohio State, and then this past weekend, Georgia. And I think Oklahoma was the clear leader coming out of the Oklahoma visit. They set the tone. I think they still led after the Notre Dame visit. I think that Ohio State made it incredibly interesting, uh, the visit over Halloween weekend. And I think the visit to Georgia was pretty awesome, too. Now, I don't know. Georgia's got – Georgia. I think Georgia's going to land Kristen Miller. I don't, you know, I, I don't have him in Georgia's class right now. Um, I know he really liked Georgia. So I think you're looking at a Buckeye-Sooners battle for for hero canoe um based on the intel and everything i know right now Caden curry that is looking like an alabama ohio state battle um and that's a kid that's definitely looking for the iron sharpens iron school um i think he's down to those two he's going to play out his senior year uh, and hopefully win a state championship over thanksgiving and then make a decision around then or shortly after a lot of people through over the course of Caden Curry's process have always said that they thought he would stay closer to home. Now he's been to Alabama twice now and has had a great visit both times. So I'm not sleeping on the Crimson Tide, but if I uh, uh, gun the head today, I would pick Ohio State for Caden Curry. Um, and then Carson Hinsman, I don't know, Dan. I mean, he's been to Ohio State several times. You know, he's, he's, that's down to Ohio State in Wisconsin. Um, there were times where I thought Ohio State had the clear momentum for him. Wisconsin's kind of righted their ship this year and, and uh, uh, playing well, peaking down the, down the stretch here, and certainly they have a great O-line tradition. All the O-line targets of Wisconsin love Coach Rudolph, and, and so uh, I don't know where that's going to fall. Maybe there's some intel out there that's breaking behind the scenes that I don't know of yet, uh, and that's one that I need to follow up on, so uh, maybe I'll have something on Buck that's later today. But that's kind of where those three recruitments stand, my friend. The Hinsman one is particularly interesting because he's a Wisconsin native and there should be some award given out to Ohio state. If they're able to go in there and get an offensive lineman that has an offer from the Badgers. The Hinsman's they're legit farmers. You know, there's times where I'll call the dad and they're out there busting their ass. Not my forte farming, but, um, and then Caden Curry is also interesting to me. Do you know, and you may not know this, has Alabama told them what position they're recruiting him for? Everybody's recruiting him as like a powerful edge rusher. Okay, kind of a seal the edge, almost like a 3-4 defensive end. That's a guy they need to get signed up. I have to say, Caden Curry, if he goes to Alabama, that would kind of surprise me. I have read the reports of his great visits, but Ohio State really should have a foothold in Indiana considering his entire family can be here and home in three hours. They prioritize Caden Curry as long as anybody outside of the Hoosiers. I mean, they've been recruiting him for years now. He's got a high motor. I mean, he plays as hard as any player in the country every snap, and I think that's one of the traits that speaks to why schools are, are coveting Caden Curry. We're going to take a quick break, get some more Indiana-related chatter in there. All right, we are back. Your Indiana-related chatter now is talk about the Purdue Boilermakers. They come to Ohio State this weekend for a tussle with the Buckeyes, 3.30 p.m. kickoff. I cannot believe Ohio State is a 20-and-a-half-point favorite in some books. This game makes me incredibly nervous. I have post-produced stress disorder from a few years ago. Rondell Moore appears in my nightmares. 
Yet, it's also important to note that while I have not done a good job picking the games at times in our roundtable, Steve Wolfong, if you've been listening to these shows, has pretty much nailed every single game so far in terms of how it's going to go. He was all over the closeness of the Nebraska and Penn State games. So what we're hoping now is Steve tells us the 20 and a half point spread is a good one. Mr. Wiltfong. Yeah. Um, so Minnesota, uh, we nailed Oregon. We didn't. Uh, we nailed the blowouts against Tulsa, Akron, Rutgers, Maryland, Indiana. We always know Penn State's going to be a tough game. Anyone that doesn't think, you know, that's, I don't even take credit for that prediction. We just book it. And then Nebraska, we told you on the buck uh, on the Bucknuts Morning Five last Thursday that they've played everybody tough. They're full of top twenty-five recruiting classes. There, they can't get out of their own way and win a close game right now. But they're a formidable opponent that plays hard. And going into that game, they were still kind of playing for their postseason life, so they were they had an extra degree of uh, of of, of uh, uh, angst going into that game and. I think they played Ohio State hard as hell, and it's hard to win every Saturday. You just keep winning. That's that's the recipe, and, and Ohio State is a team that has proven that they can win these close games and make more plays than the other team, and they have the grit and the resolve um, and, the, and, the, and the toughness to, to get these wins against Penn State and, and Nebraska, and now they're bringing in a Purdue team who we've talked about on here before. Uh, I think we talked about them before the Iowa game. They're dangerous. They have an ex- – their receiver room is not – their receiver room has a lot of speed and playmaking ability. Obviously, it's led by David Bell, who could play anywhere. But Milton Wright, Sheffield, those guys can run. They can make plays. Uh, they have a strong tight end room. Jeff Brom is a stud offensive mind and quarterback coach. Aiden O'Connell is a former walk-on. Um, uh, they, they, they maybe haven't recruited that room as well as you would think a Jeff Brom would be able to, uh, but they take what they get and, and they maximize it. And their offensive line is, you know, has really been an Achilles heel, uh, for them the last couple of years, but they're, they're getting strong enough play there that, um, with that, you know, their, their offense is sometimes inconsistent. Um, and so their players are not you understand what I'm trying to say. Their sure. offense is inconsistent. Their defense is kind of quietly where they've uh, played well all year. You know, they keep keep points off the board. They're they're sixteenth nationally in, in scoring defense. They're twelfth nationally in pass efficiency defense. And they're they're fourteenth nationally in, in passing yards allowed. But you can run on them. And I think that that's where Ohio State can really make a lot of hay. Uh, uh, this weekend and is really run the football. And Travion Henderson and those guys can can have a massive a massive game uh, against Purdue. I think that this is a I think that Ohio State this is the time of year where they really start to peak and I think that we're going to see them explode on Saturday. And uh, uh, Purdue this year um, they beat Iowa. They didn't play well the next week. It'll be interesting to see how they respond after another big win. There's going to be some real expectations for them this weekend, given their run recently, but they are the plucky underdog. Let's finish with this. David Bell was a tremendous high school player. Ohio State offered him. We just talked about Caden Curry, the Indiana native, getting an offer from Ohio State. Purdue's not usually the school a guy goes to when they have an offer from Ohio State. Now, obviously, it hasn't hurt David Bell. Why did he choose Purdue over Ohio State? 
But I think Purdue's wide receivers coach, Jamarcus Shepard, is one of the best recruiters in the Big Ten. Um, and if you look at their receiver room, it's really good. And some of those other guys in that room were big recruiting wins as well that are producing for them. Uh, those weren't layups. Um, I think that when you go back to David Bell's recruitment, um, Ohio State maybe finished third. I don't really remember why Ohio State didn't have more traction than that. He chose Purdue over Penn State. Josh Gaddis was his lead recruiter at Penn State. He visited there a couple times. Uh, Penn State was really uh, rocking and rolling at that time. Not saying they're not now, but they had a ton of program momentum, if you remember. Um, and uh, um, But he just produced, produced about an hour and 10 minutes from home. They had Rondell Moore was really starting to blossom. Um, they had the big win over Ohio State that year. Um, and then just staying close to family, the relationship with Shepard, Purdue had a lot going for it in that recruitment, and um, you know they were able to win out. Notre Dame was a school that actually wasn't able to ever get any kind of traction for him. He's kind of a Notre Dame type kid too. Was a great student, uh, but just went up there and visited and didn't didn't feel the juice that he did when he visited Penn State, Ohio State, and Purdue. There was a different kind of volume in the programs from David Bell's point of view. Uh, that those other three spoke spoke more to his personality, um, but. He's an alpha man. I mean, like David Bell, his his uh, uh, senior year of basketball, Warren, Warren Central, I, I, Indiana high school basketball is the is the is the best coached basketball in the country, um, and all these teams that are in the conference that David Bell played on have like a Division one player in all their classes, um, and, and the gyms are packed for games and Warren central is not really a basketball powerhouse by any stretch. Uh, they're probably just that middle of the road team year in and year out in that, in that great league. But David Bell's senior year, they went undefeated. They beat Romeo. Uh, why am I forgetting? Why am I blank? Romeo Lankford's uh, epic team in the semi-state where David Bell goes Tyus Edney and hits the game winner, goes coast to coast and hits the game winner and the crowd just erupts. Um, but he was the leader. He was the leader of that Warren Central team that had zero Division One basketball players that went undefeated and won a state championship. So he's just an alpha that raises up people around him. He's a grown-up. He's such a mature person. He's got unbelievable ball skills and un- unbelievable work ethic and, and drive and toughness. And you know, he's just a, a guy that Purdue was lucky to get, and they've won some big games with him. And and uh, you know, he's going to play on Sunday. Let's first be thankful that he didn't go to Penn State because David Bell and Jahan Dotson would be a load. And I've said this before, this is going to be Denzel Burke's stiffest test and Cam Brown's for that matter when he gets matched up against him. Going to need to probably have a few plays where we hold on and hope for the best when it comes to David Bell. When I look at this game, Notre Dame's defense was able to really limit Purdue and their offense had opportunities to hit big plays and they missed it. I don't think Ohio State's going to miss on those big plays. You heard it here. Optimism abounds. Have a good one, Bucknutters. Take care, y'all. See you on the front row.